You're listening to the IBC Podcast, your international baseball career guide. Play ball! Now, here's your host, David Burns. Welcome back, guys. This is episode number 38. It's been a while. I'm glad to be back on the mic. Uh, it's uh, been about three weeks. I took over a calculus class at the school where I teach, and uh, it just takes a ton of planning. I've been busy, so... Uh, but anyway, let's get on with this episode. Uh, it's Jeff Bartow, who just finished up 2014 season playing in second division Austria. Uh, I like the interview because he's a division one left-handed pitcher. Uh, probably could have held out for a higher league, but he, he jumped on an opportunity when he got it. And now it's led to a gig in Australia. So this episode, the theme of this episode is about getting your foot in the door. And that's exactly what Jeff did. And he's going to tell you all about that. Uh, he had a high rate of success as far as responses from clubs when emailing them, so he provides some good tips as to how he went about it and, and how he was he managed to get uh, a high response rate the way he did. Uh, and the Austrian second division, uh, you know, is is on the rise. Uh, there's a number of imports that are coming in every year now. Each club, almost every club, is bringing in uh, a couple of imports, uh, driving up the level of baseball. Uh, there's quite a spectrum uh, in terms of level of baseball from the imports down to, you know, some of the young guys that play on these teams. Sometimes these teams will carry 16-year-olds on their top division roster or their top team roster. So uh, it's it's an interesting league. Uh, it's a it's a league full of teams that are very passionate about baseball, love the game, and just want to learn. So if you want to get your foot in the door, uh, try one of these second division Austrian teams. They're always looking for guys that. Uh, are you know ambassadors of the game and are, are there to not only play but also share their knowledge and, and help the the clubs grow so if anyone's interested make sure you check out some of these second division austrian teams uh, you could find them on the website at www.internationalbaseballcommunity.com so without further ado let's get on with this podcast episode number 38 with jeff barto and also remember to listen for the mine wood bat giveaway question uh, which will come sometime throughout the episode. And just email in your answer to internationalbaseballcommunity at gmail.com with the subject heading E38. Today's episode is brought to you by Mine Wood Bats, handcrafted by Italian beechwood and engineered to perfection, where artful design and rigorous science meet. From the forest to the field, Mine Wood Bats delivers excellence. Jeff, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Uh, so you're just wrapping up your stint in Austria right now. Uh, so this is a good time to to get some questions in about how your season went and, and your first uh, overseas uh, adventure, how that went. So can we uh, start off with your baseball background and, and then how this, uh, this gig in, in Austria came about? Yeah, well, you know, I kind of just started out like every other kid in America, playing t-ball youth up into high school. I was uh, fortunate enough to get a college scholarship, played uh, two years at Western Nevada College, uh, JUCO, in Nevada, and that was, a, that was a blast, which then that led to a scholarship at Utah Valley University, a Division One, and, uh, you know, played my two years there. And after I graduated last spring, I just kind of knew, you know, wasn't done with baseball yet and started 
you know, looking into some opportunities. And I had a buddy back home in Boise who was kind of telling me about the overseas European baseball experience. Found your website, started communicating with you, and one thing led to another. I just kind of started emailing and fell into a fell into a place. So did you uh, did you get a number of op- uh, offers, or or was this the only option, or how did how how did it pan out for you that way? It was it was kind of interesting. So I started just kind of sending it out few emails to a bunch of different clubs all throughout Europe, say probably last year, August, September of 2013. Probably started having, you know, serious conversations and Skype interviews with, I'd say, maybe eight to nine different clubs. And then October, November, December rolls around and I'm not really talking with anybody. Mm-hmm. Just all the teams I've been communicating with, just I don't know what was going on. Just nothing really happened. And so I was kind of thinking, you know, wow, like did I kind of mess up? Mm-hmm. Do I need to like start, you know, pushing harder, sending out more emails? And then it was a couple days before the New Year's. Uh, this team here in Austria emailed me, and they were kind of the first one to make me an offer. And I jumped all over it. Yeah. I had to, I just had to jump on it and get my foot in the door. And that was, you know, it was the first one. So I jumped all over it, and it turned out. Through January and February, I ended up getting a few more emails and contract offers. I ended up having, I think, six in total. Mm-hmm. But you know, I can't, I can't complain about where I'm at and the opportunity that's been given to me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know, you know, if you should jump on that first one or not, or hold out. And uh, you know, in correspondence with a number of guys over the last couple of years, you know, some of them uh, have been holding out for for something better or a higher league or whatever or a be- or a better deal. Um, and then sometimes the, the, you know, that opportunity doesn't come and then, and then you find yourself sitting at home. So it's definitely a difficult thing to do. And, and, uh, but yeah, that's, I think that's the the smartest way is just get your foot in the door, especially, you know, if, if you're approaching February or something like that, I think take what you can get. Right. So, so you ended up in Feldkirch, which is, uh, the second division for Austria, which, isn't regarded as the highest level of baseball, but I mean, so it is in a sense getting your foot in the door. But I, from my impression, they're they're a good group of guys, a pretty uh, solid organization. Um, like they're they're uh, they seem pretty serious about their ball, but they're also having having some fun there too. So, how how did the season go this year? Uh, we started out real strong. Uh, we were in first place, second place for you know the first half of the season. And we're, we're a really young squad. Like, I'd say from what I've seen, most of us compared to other teams in Austria, by far the youngest. We've got, you know, a lot of 15, 16, 17-year-old kids playing on this top team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're playing guys late 20s, mid-30s who've been playing for 10, 12 years now. And so just, you know, kind of dealing with that kind of age group. They've got a lot going on. School just ended, so they get into their summer breaks, and there's a lot of stuff going on, and it's hard to kind of keep them focused on baseball and doing that. And so, you know, we hit a little rough patch, and I think we finished fourth. Yeah. But they're learning. They're picking up the game, and in a couple of years, I think they could be a pretty solid group here in Austria. Well, and I have, yeah, that definitely the Feldkirk uh... – I think has a bright future ahead of them then from the sounds of it. 
Uh, I know that the second division this year uh, in Austria has has done a lot of importing in, in comparison to previous years. So I'm assuming that trend will probably continue because I think uh, there were about, on average, two imports per team, uh, except for that one team, the the geese. Um, so maybe uh, can you describe to anyone that may be listening and someone that may, may be considering coming to play uh, ball for one of these second division Austrian teams, can you try to dis- describe the level of baseball? Uh, I know it's not easy to to you know compare it to anything, uh, but maybe yeah. just tell us a little bit about your experience with it. It uh, it it varies greatly, you know. Oh, from the top team, the Vienna Bucks, they've got you know a guy with league experience back in the states and another import with college experience, and then they've got a few uh, Austrian national team members on the team as well. And then I'd say pretty much every team has got, you know, a couple top imports with a lot of baseball experience, whether it be college in the States, independent ball in the States, uh, Japanese independent ball. And then it gets down to kind of where we're at. We've got these 15-, 16-year-old kids who have only been playing for, you know, five, six years that are still really learning the game. And so, you know, you get that whole spectrum of players on every team pretty much. Yeah. So one through nine, that lineup is, it's pretty interesting. You know, the type of guys that you see. Yeah, for sure. I think sometimes you even get these guys that uh, started playing baseball when they're 20 <laughs> or, or late yeah, teens or something like that. And, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's just a different thing. They're not, they're not used to, uh, you know, in, in Austria or other parts of Europe, they, they don't, they don't start playing at the age of five or six like we do. They're, they're sometimes, right. uh, usually it'll be around 10 to 15 years old in, in that range somewhere. So, yeah. It's, uh, so, um, what about facility wise? Like, uh, what are the ballparks like in second division? This is something I can't really speak of other than a couple of places, but, uh, uh, Based on what I know, in the first division, the you know the there really isn't a lot to be said about facilities in in Europe uh, or in Austria in general. Yeah, when it, I mean when it comes to facilities, you know, there's everyone's usually got you know their one or two batting cages right there at the field, and a lot of the fields are pretty nice, and they just really need to be taken care of a little better. That's about it. Yeah. And then, you know, they've got the clubhouses and, you know, the score shacks and pretty, I'd say pretty standard, you know, baseball fields, like a high school level in the States, you know, what you need to get by with baseball. And, but for the most part, I'd say the fields and everything are pretty nice. Yeah. It's improved over the years. A lot of clubs are, are, uh, you know, there's been a trend of, of, New, new fields popping up here and there, so I think that is kind of a trend. So things are improving over here, and I think the Austrian second division is is a uh, legitimate entry point for anyone looking to get their foot in the door. And, and um, what about the traveling? How far are you traveling? Uh, being out in the far west of, of, yeah. of, of Austria, I think uh, you're on the road quite a bit. Huh? Yeah, we're up here. We're up here in the mountains, and... Uh you know, pretty much most of the other teams in the league are over near Vienna, so it's a six to eight hour drive mm-hmm. to play those teams on the road. But then, you know, they have to turn around and come to our place. Yeah, so. yeah, that's a that's pretty that's a pretty tough ride. I always I always empathize for the for the guys that are playing for the clubs out in the west there because there's only <laughs> a few clubs out there, and 
within the Austrian first division and second division. Uh, most of the clubs are in Vienna, so you're, you're traveling pretty far. Uh, but I think right. it's it's pretty nice out there uh, in, in Felkirk or in, in, in that area, uh, Feralberg, right? Yeah. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the, the lifestyle and what it's like around there, things to do? Uh, you know, what have you been up to? Uh, well, it's a, it's a medieval city. So I, I find that very interesting. You go down to the old downtown, and, you know, it's the cobblestone streets and the old just uh, castles, and yeah. it's really interesting. And I know during the summer here, they've had a few festivals that I've gone and gotten to experience, and, you know, they try and make it like, you know, you're walking through the streets back in medieval times. Yeah. And, you know, you get to experience the, the culture and the music and the food and you know, for me, that's what it's all about. Yeah, I think it's a nice, pretty you know, nice part of Austria. I've been out there a few times, and, and they got a little bit of everything. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and then, you know, you look out your window. I look out my window here in my flat, and I'm looking at the mountains over in Switzerland, and it's it's definitely beautiful. A lot of green, and, uh, yeah, just mountains everywhere. Yeah, I know out there you're you're bordering uh, Switzerland and Germany within a I think I'm not even sure within a half hour or an hour drive. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. One day I just decided to go for a little jog outside on a nice sunny day, and you know I went I ended up down in Liechtenstein. So <laughs> yeah, you're bordering so, you know, Liechtenstein. Yeah, that's how close that's how close I am to that. It's a, just a morning jog. I can you know go through three different countries type of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's the beauty yeah. about coming to Austria as an import is is you really are in the center of Europe and and you know you can hop on a train and go any direction and end up in a, another country. I think we border eight countries, so yeah, that, that's a pretty cool aspect about about coming here. Have you uh, managed to travel or, or see any of Europe? Um. When I first got here, the first week as a team, we went down to Florence, Italy for a little spring training. Yeah. And, you know, we spent five, six days down there, got to, uh, you know, see what Florence was like and spend, uh, you know, four or five nights in a Tuscan villa up in the hills. And That's cool. That's Yeah, that was a very interesting place. And obviously, I've been over to Vienna, spent a few nights there. And then really, other than that, I haven't gotten too much travel for myself well i guess if you just if you were to travel on your own you don't have a lot of time to do it for one because you're busy uh right playing baseball and sounds like you're coaching baseball as well yes i'm i'm also the coach for uh our youth programs and doing that so pretty busy and then uh, of course you'd also be on on your probably on your own uh finances at that point if you're if you're going to go sightseeing because i know um you know, coming over to Europe as as a professional baseball player, uh, you know, financially, it's it's it can be uh, there's a range, but you're not gonna you're not gonna be living the lifestyle of of a of somebody that's traveling throughout Europe and seeing all the different countries. So, right. you know, probably. Uh, uh, so, how how is that? Is the setup pretty nice there? Yeah, it's great. You know, they set us up in a nice little me and the other import with a nice little uh, two bedroom flat with uh, just some friends of uh, the club. Yeah. And, you know, they're great people, and it's riding distance. They gave us bicycles, riding distance to the field, and we're in a great location, all sorts of grocery stores and everything right around us, so we don't have to travel too far to take care of ourselves. And it's, a, it's a real nice setup. 
real happy with what they did for us. Cool, good. So, uh, and I, uh, I got the chance to meet you at Fingston Ball. So you came yeah. uh, to Fingston yeah. Ball uh, with the International Stars. So you played in that team. Uh, how was the experience for you? Did you? Uh, did, how did you find the facilities and and the whole the whole uh, the whole weekend of, of festivities in baseball? That that weekend was fantastic, and I'll tell you what that those facilities you guys got there in Ottenung are by far the best that I've seen here in Austria. Mm-hmm. Your field, the stadium, just everything you guys got going on there, and then that tournament. Yeah, it's a it's a great time. It's like the like the web page advertises. It's a party with a little baseball going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. They're, they're, you get the odd serious team come, but uh, and I think once it comes down to it, everyone's pretty serious when they're on the field. But, oh, yeah. uh, absolutely. Uh, but it's not too too often you see you see people tucked in and, and getting a good night's sleep uh, for ball the next day. But uh, did you manage to make it out to Prague for Prague Baseball Week as well? Or? Yeah, I did not. No, we uh, we were actually the only team here in Austria that had games going on during that weekend. Okay. So. It was kind of tough to, you know, say, "Hey, I'm not going to make it to the our games to go to Prague Baseball Week." But yeah, that's well, all right. Maybe, maybe next year. Maybe next year. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so you thinking of coming back possibly next year? We'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Just uh, whatever path it takes me, you know, we'll see. So playing on that International Stars team, uh, which was a, a team that was put together. Um, with a number of imports that are throughout Europe, uh, so you had a chance to get acquainted with with uh, some some of the other players that are in, are in Europe. Uh, what was the overall kind of experience that you feel everybody on the team has had? Uh, you know, just in having a couple beers with the guys. Do you think everybody over here is is uh, having a good time and, and enjoying their their European baseball adventure? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean. There wasn't a single person that really had anything bad to say about the club they were at, where whatever league they were playing in, in whatever country. But you know, I think of the 17 guys we had on that roster for the tournament. I think we represented nine different countries. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So yeah, it was it was fantastic. A lot of Germany. I think we had a couple Swiss guys, a couple Hungarian guys, uh-huh. a few Dominican, and then American and Canadian. And, it was it was an awesome experience and made a lot of good friends just over that one weekend. Still keeping contact with them, and you know we're getting ready for next year. So <laughs> yeah, and speaking of next year, uh, you know before Europe rolls around, you're you're heading to Australia pretty soon. So uh, how did yeah. that, how did that come about, and which which club are you gonna be playing for? Uh, kind of the same thing I did for Europe here. Just you know when I onto your web site, uh, started looking through all the teams and finding email addresses. I'd go to their websites and kind of just started sending out those feeler emails. And before you know it, I'm talking with a couple different clubs and I decided that I'm going to go play in uh, Rockingham, Western Australia, just south of Perth yeah. for the uh, Rockingham Rams. So a sweet gig. That's a, Perth is a, a beautiful area from what I've heard, and uh, I know the league's a pretty good league as well, uh, based on that interview with John Rodriguez uh, a few episodes back, and uh, he sounded like he you know, he was just so full of energy and, and loved his experience there, so I think you're going to enjoy that. Yeah, it should be a great time. 
a little off track. How, how like how do you approach these clubs? Do you bombard them with a ton of information when you email them, or is it just kind of a like how, how, what's your approach? Because it seems like it's working for you. Yeah, um, you know, it's not like a full two page essay type thing, but then it's enough information to say, hey, you know, I found your information on this website. Mm-hmm. Give them a little background on who I am, the last like two or three seasons of my playing career. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that I'm really interested in just, you know, continuing my baseball career, not so much as a player, but more as a coach. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of where a lot of these clubs, what they're really looking for is they kind of want the coach. They want the baseball ambassador type to come in Mm -hmm. and bring, you know, the North American style of baseball and, you know, really teach, really teach the game. Okay, so the fact that you're you're you have some coaching experience and uh, but you can also pitch as well, um, the combination of the two you felt was was what solidified that that. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I know that being a left-handed pitcher has helped me throughout my entire career. Yeah, so for sure. It just yeah it keeps going, and the coaching experience is definitely the biggest the biggest tool though. Yeah, I, I agree with you there, and that's previous interviews with with other imports and uh, with Owen Reed, who's been in Australia for four years, um, was in New Zealand, and actually was with the same club you're with right now, the Feldker Cardinals, back in yeah. 2008. Uh, he hasn't stopped since his his uh, start, which was uh, in Austria, uh, like yourself, and and he's still going. So uh, hopefully hopefully you can follow the same path, and I, and I do agree, and this is what Owen also says, is that coaching experience takes you a long way. So. Yeah, definitely. Well, do you have another tip to end this interview on uh, you know, anyone else that's looking to take their career to Europe? Any final tip or final words that you'd like to, to provide for these guys? And, uh, you know, just don't really don't give up. And if you want to, if you really want it, if you want it bad enough, then you can find a spot to play. Like I know the interview you had last, uh, was it last week, two weeks ago with Clayton Carson? Yeah. He's a great guy. He plays just up the road here from me. You know, we've talked and hung out plenty of times, but he paid for his own way over. And if, if you want it bad enough, you can get it. Definitely. Yeah. 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 That is the trend I see on the site. The guys that are logging in the most or, or seem the most active always end up getting something, you know? Absolutely. Um, and sometimes yeah. you do have to get a little creative like Clayton did. So. Yeah. Yeah. And just, you know, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Yeah. Send emails, try and Skype with them. Just try and do whatever you can. And uh, I guess in a way it's like fishing, you know? Yeah. Throw out the bait and if someone takes a bite, then you really got to, you know, Go take, take, eat, take the leap and go, go for it. Right on. Well, thanks, Jeff. Uh, good luck the rest of the season here. And uh, good luck in Australia. And hopefully we can follow up sometime. I'd like to, to see how it's going in Australia and maybe get a follow-up interview about how that, how that experience went. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So Perfect. Thanks for your time, man. Yeah, thank you. All right. Take care. care. The Mine Wood Bat giveaway question for episode number 38 is which import to the Austrian second division in 2014 provided a great testimonial about our placement service 
You can find that on the website. So one more time, which import to the Austrian 2nd Division in 2014 provided a great testimonial about our placement service? Thanks again for listening, you guys, and I want to thank uh, Jeff Barto for the interview. Jeff uh, provided some great insight about getting your foot in the door, and uh, it's only done him well as he's now in Australia, in Perth, playing baseball. So getting your foot in the door with uh, one of these uh, lower league clubs is never a bad uh, decision, and uh, like you you heard from the podcast episode, he had a great time. They set him up great, and they're a good group of guys. So so, uh, it's a great experience all around. Also, if you're interested in our service, our placement service, uh, you can find that on the website under the heading uh, Help Getting Signed. Uh, There's also a picture there that says Job Connections, so you can look into that. Uh, Or if you're looking at uh, just doing it yourself, then there's plenty of information on the blog at www.baseballjobsoverseas that guides you on how to go about taking your career overseas. Uh, also, there's plenty of free ebooks. There's two free ebooks: one on Austrian baseball in the first division, and also on the German baseball in their first division. Free ebooks there. And any Canadians listening, there's a special ebook just for you that uh, shows you how to go about taking advantage of the working holiday relationship that Canada has with many of the European countries or other countries worldwide. Uh, so go ahead and download that. Even if you're not Canadian, it can be quite beneficial because it goes into into depth on some of those leagues as well. Uh, yeah, so that's about it. Thanks for listening, you guys. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it or like it or comment on it. Uh, I always want to hear your feedback. So, uh, yeah, that's about it. So until next time, take care, everybody.